this is Andre from Mental Health, and I'm here with Professor Alan Simpson from City University, who is looking very nervous because he's just about to go on and do his... This is a big deal, isn't it? This is the Mental Health Nurse Academic Annual Lecture. Mm-hmm. Um, and you pitched to do this. There's quite a lot of competition for yeah. this. You must be very excited. I am excited, genuinely honoured. Uh, I've been coming to this conference since 1999 at the start of my PhD, and uh, I've seen an awful lot of speakers, and um, it is a, a genuine off- uh, honour to be up there uh, talking at this conference. So I'm looking forward to it, and yeah, a bit nervous. An honour and an opportunity, I guess, to really say something about what's happening now in mental health and in mental health nursing. So your first slide is, is Super Ted. <laughs> which not everybody may remember Super Ted no. and, and that we need to be careful that we don't get thrown away in the dustbin of history like Super Ted Absolutely the message Yeah. so um, in the early 80s my, my two boys were young and uh, it was when I was doing my mental health nurse training and we used to watch Super Ted and I loved it And um, but at the beginning there's this introduction which I'm going to play and um, and they talk about uh, Super Ted because he, he's a bit flawed in the factory where they make teddy bears and he gets thrown away like a piece of rubbish. And it's that line which has always been in my head and it resonates and it comes out every now and again. And it was a slight concern of things that I'm seeing and hearing uh, and I'm aware of that there's a risk, in my view, that mental health nursing is, is at risk of being thrown away. Um, it, the, it, the value of mental health nursing uh, the, and the skills of mental health nurses are at risk of being um, not recognised, ignored, um, and not included in some of the future direction of, of mental health care and, and health and social care more widely. And so that's something I'm going to try and explore this afternoon, is to look at some of the opportunities that are there. But I think there could be a risk that people assume mental health nurses are going to be part of that future. And I'm going to argue, unless we're there with the leadership, lobbying, and most importantly, providing the research to show our effectiveness and the value of what we do we we are likely to be cut out of the future so is this like a an academic feeling that this might be the case or is that actual evidence that this is likely to happen there's evidence in terms of loss of nursing numbers in the workforce um the drop in people signing up to do um education in mental health nursing because of the bursary changes and other changes recent reports about number of people, the turnover in, in nursing academia and so on, um, cuts in funding for post-registration training, development, so people aren't developing their skills. And then you're seeing the rise of IAPT workers, increasing access to psychological therapies workers who are predominantly psychology graduates. And you see a load of other initiatives where people tend to turn to psychologists. I've got nothing against psychologists, and I think lots of psychologists do lots of brilliant work. But lots of mental health nurses do brilliant work and have the potential to do a lot more. Uh, another area I'm going to talk about is uh, the increasing recognition of the need to address physical health care in people with severe mental illness, but also mental health needs for people with physical health problems, long-term physical health problems. Now, that is an, an absolute fantastic opportunity for mental health nurses to show their their skills and their abilities and to work in partnership with people but again there's a risk that people look to psychologists and others to do that work and, and we should be there but it, but it won't just happen because we want it to we've got to make it happen that's a really important topic isn't it the physical health of people with severe mental illness particularly something we've known about for a really long time um 
we know why it's a problem, but we don't really have that many solutions to, to solving it. But the Equally Well campaign launched today, what do you think yeah. about that? Yeah, I think it's a great campaign. Uh, one of my colleagues, Una Foy, has just started working with us. Um, she's gone there on our behalf from our team, our Centre for Mental Health Research. Uh, we'll sign up to it. We'll be keen to be involved in that. Uh, we are increasingly doing work around people with severe mental illness and diabetes. I've been doing work with um, health uh, psychologists and clinicians working in the field. We're using um, behaviours of, of change technologies to understand about how do we help change people's behaviours. And I think that's improved the quality of our work as mental health nursing researchers. Um, we're looking at the moment of developing a research proposal to look at using group clinics where you get different disciplines coming together to look at com people's complex needs with long-term conditions. Um, we're working with Bart's Health at the minute, looking at how do we improve the care of people who are in medical and surgical beds, in acute hospitals who have uh, mental health needs. How do we support staff there to, to meet those needs better? So there's an enormous amount to be done. We work with other disciplines. We work with uh, speech and language therapists who are working with people, for example, who've had a stroke and now have aphasia and have significant levels of depression, anxiety and so on. Um, and again, there's a profession who might turn to psychologists, looking for psychologists to work with them. But actually, um, there's great potential there for, for very skilled mental health nurses to be doing that work and working in partnership with other disciplines. Other countries around the world have seen a demise of mental health nursing and a, a much more of a focus on general nurse education. Um, would it be the end of the world if we didn't have mental health nurses? I think it would be a concern if we lose mental health nursing. In Australia and New Zealand, for example, where they move towards what we might call generic, um, general uh, education in nursing, uh, they have a, a lack now of people with, uh, with mental health nursing skills. You see security guards being employed in accident emergency departments to cope with people who are mentally distressed rather than nurses. Um, and they have had to bring in credentialising post-registration to try and train up people to be able to work with people with mental illness. Um, in this country, I think uh, partly, at least through the lobbying of Mental Health Nurse Academics UK, we have persuaded this country to retain the mental health-specific field um, within the curricula, and I think that's important. They are specific skills, and I think, I think there's another reason. I think people who are attracted to mental health nursing are not necessarily the same people that are attracted to adult nursing or child nursing. Um, there's obviously an overlap, but they're often quite different people with different characters, different personalities, and there's something about that which is an important thing we mustn't lose sight of. I was attracted to be a mental health nurse way back in the 80s uh, for particular reasons. I was, I'd never, ever thought about becoming a nurse and working in, in an acute hospital. It just wasn't of any interest to me whatsoever. And I think it attracts different people, and that's for a reason, and we need to recognise that. Politics is in the title of the conference this year, which is really interesting to me. I think looking on social media, mental health nursing is quite a political, and mental health generally is quite a political area at the moment. I was talking to Peter Byrne a few weeks ago, and he was saying that if we want to improve the physical health of people living with severe mental illness, then we need to end austerity. Um, how, how do you kind of see what's happened in the last 10 years in this country and the impact it's had on mental health? It's been horrendous. Um, I am quite political. My talk today isn't going to be particularly political, perhaps slightly unusually for me. Not, uh, 
I think it's horrendous what's been going on. Um, I think it was um, a, a false economy what's happened. And I think the people who are most vulnerable in our society, whether it's people with severe mental illness, with other disabilities, um, people needing care at home, uh, people with learning disabilities needing support and access to education, so on and so forth, the most vulnerable, the people who've really paid the price of austerity measures. And that is continuing. And it's seeming to have a multiplier effect, a domino effect. You're, you're, you're seeing a knock-on effect of... Um, reducing access to services for people who are most in need so their needs get more severe and that puts a greater demand on services and then you've got staff who are stretched not enough staff in your units working with people really complex needs and then feeling overly stretched i was reading this week about um, someone's tweeting about his wife who's a midwife and she just worked enormous hours several days in a row 12 and a half hours or something without a break and you cannot you can ask someone to do that for a week you can't ask them to do do that week after week after week so i think there's so much harm that's been done um politically i massively oppose it uh, i think we need a different approach a new approach um and i actually think mental health nurses have a duty a responsibility for the people they support to be lobbying and speaking up about the harm that these measures are doing yeah thanks a lot for talking to me um i've seen your slides and i know you and it's going to be a brilliant lecture good luck with it i know it's going to go down a storm in the room and hopefully online as well so yeah good luck thank you very much and thanks for talking mm-hmm.